Hey, folks, as you know, unfortunately, baseball season has ended. But, of course, there is football. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test. So why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now's the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. My bookie is the premier place to bet all your favorite pro and college football action every single weekend. They have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Best part is, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. All you have to do is use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. Hey folks, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Appreciate you tuning in. Hope you had a happy Halloween. Did you shut your lights off? Did you close the door and lock it and say, hell with this, I don't want anything to do with handing out candy? Or do you get excited like my wife does? This is her favorite holiday. She seems like she gets more excited than all the kids do, so I have a good time hanging with her, handing out candy. It's just seeing all our friends' kids and nieces and nephews, it doesn't seem like these kids earn their candy these days anymore. All the trunk or treat parties... You go to someone's house and the parents just hand them out bags of candy and then they go home. I don't understand that. It's almost like trick-or-treating is a dying breed and I think I was talking about this last year. I used to walk six hours over 60 miles, three pillowcases tied around my back. I'd be coming home when the sun was just coming up. The neighbors were coming out, starting to go to work. I was just getting home. I walk inside, put my 80-pound bag of candy down, getting ready to have a good night's sleep because I earned it. Walking all day and night getting that candy. And I'd have candy till probably a week before the next Halloween came. I mean, I earned it. And you get good exercise. These kids are all obese. You know, you don't <laughs> got to get them exercise to get the candy. Just driving them over to a parking lot. They walk around in a circle about 10 feet wide. And then you take them home and you're like, wasn't that fun? No, come on. It's not like it used to be. So hope everybody enjoyed it. Now we got Thanksgiving coming up, and then we got Christmas. Holy hell, where did the year go? I sound like my parents. Oh, life is flying by. It's already the holidays. Where do we go? Hey, today we have a guest stopping by. I hope you cleaned your shit up. We have a guest coming in. His name is James from Spurtability Podcast. Great podcast all about baseball. Now, they are both Yankee fans, but they had me on their show earlier in the year when the Orioles actually beat up on the Yankees first week of the season. <laughs> got to go on and talk a little shit, so I thought it was only fair to have him on. Again, his name is James. He's coming on, but I wanted to make sure to wait after the Yankees lost in the playoffs. I thought that was a good idea, and uh, the way to uh, find a show, just Google it. Just put in Spurtability, S-P-U-R-T-A-B-I-L-I-T-I-T-Y, I'm sorry, podcast. People always say, how, how do we 
How do we tune into your podcast? Well, what app to download? Don't worry about that. You don't have to go on Stitcher, iTunes. Just Google it these days. A lot of people are like, oh, you can find my show on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find it on uh, iHeartRate. Just Google it. Everything will come down right there on your options of how to tune in to his podcast. So he's going to come on. We'll be talking some shit, having fun, talking sports. And you know how we do it when I have people on. Well, I guess, I, you know, the Nationals, it's only fair for me to say congratulations to the Nationals for winning the World Series. <laughs> Lowest TV ratings ever for a World Series. Yeah, it's because nobody cared to watch the Nationals play baseball. Why do you hate the Nationals so much? I, I Look, go back in my prior episodes. I go down the list. I don't need to keep reminding you why I'm not a big fan of the Nationals, but what they did was very, very impressive. I don't think we'll ever see the away team sweep the home team in any kind of series again. I just don't think that's going to happen. It's funny, in mid-July, the odds were 27-1 to of the Nationals making the World Series. At one point, they were 12 games under 500. so what they did... And beating the Astros, who a lot of people can agree, the 2019 Astros was the best team that a lot of people have ever seen play the game of baseball. So again, as much as I dislike the Nationals, what they did was pretty fucking crazy. Did not see that happening. Although when they beat the Dodgers, I was like, all right, here we go. (laughs) It's the real deal. A friend of mine went to D.C. today. Sent me a photo. It looked like a complete shit show. He was like 100 yards from the road. He couldn't even see what the hell was going on. Look, was it worth it? Sure. If it's your favorite team and you want to go support them, go to a parade, you know, all your people, your fans, they're all around you. It's it's a good time. I mean, in 2012, when the Ravens won the Super Bowl, I went down there, but I went to the stadium. It's where they ended the parade. It was an absolute shit show. I don't think I would ever do that again. 6.45 in the morning. My father-in-law and I, we stand at the gates. We were like one of the first ones there because the rumor was every man for himself. There was no tickets. There was no line. There was no, you know, one by one or every fifth person walk in. And the, no, it's just everyone just tramples over each other. And I remember standing there. And again, my father-in-law, we were like the first ones in line in the, at that one gate that we were standing at. And I remember the security guard said, hey, guys, listen, when we open these doors, everyone's just going to start running and there's nothing we can do about it. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, my, my father-in-law's got a bad back, bad knees. I'm like, oh, God, this is not going to turn out. And it was. When they opened the gates, I remember my father-in-law, it was like war. He's like, you just go. Just go. Get out of here. Go get our seats. It's like fighting people off, getting elbowed in the jaw, trying to get. I think we got like five rows back from the end zone. We were really close. It was really fun. And then, like, two hours later, the Ravens came in. It was a good time, but then I'm hearing people were getting stabbed in in the stadium over seats, and people were climbing outside the stadium, trying to climb over the rails. Just a shit show. You didn't feel safe when when all of this was going on. So if the Orioles win, if they ever win the World Series, which, again, we got the Adley Rushman, right? Adley's coming on board, and he's going to win it all for us. But if they ever do win the World Series, I'm sure I will Go to that parade. Why not? You know, as much as a shit show as it was with the Ravens, hearing about with the uh, D.C. parade, again, if the Orioles do it, I will check it out. So the Nationals scored a total of three runs. Three runs at home. They averaged seven and a half runs per game at Minute Maid Park while averaging one run at their park. 
The Astros average just 2.8 runs at home, but in the Nationals Park, 6.3 runs. I just, 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 I don't know. Everything was just ass backwards with this series. Craziest thing I've seen. But it was a fantastic series. Uh, real quick, before I bring James on, actually, there's uh, two quick things I want to go over. Um, one, I got an email from another Nationals fan. It's funny, you don't realize how many people tune into your podcast who are fans of other teams until you start talking shit about their team, and, that, and that's what's happening here. Um, I, I made fun of the National fans who were on TV during the wild card game against the Brewers when, like, I don't know, around the fifth, sixth, seventh inning, it looked like they were probably going to lose again. And they're showing all the, the people crying and sobbing in, in the in the crowd. And then, so this guy, Steven, he writes in. This is what was bothering him. He's, he says, um, where does email go? Oh, here he goes. He was asking why I was making fun of the Nat fans for crying during the wild card game when the next week I was talking about sporting events that caused me to get emotional. Thanks for the email. I understand what he's saying. If you didn't hear the past few episodes, again, I was just kind of having fun with the TV showing all the Nat fans crying before the game even ended. And again, you know, we we all get emotional over sports. We're fanatics. It's what we do. We put 100% emotion, 100% of our mental energy into these games. But the important part of that conversation that I was having with you all is when or what you're getting emotional about. Again, seventh inning. Tears, facial expressions of these fans like life was over. They just got notified that a, a, a loved one has passed away. Now, when I said I got emotional, it was a Ravens win, an Orioles win, something that happened after the game. I never had tears running down my face, but I did get emotional after the game happened, after a big win. I don't ever remember being at an Orioles game in the fifth inning or at the Ravens game in, a sec- in the second quarter and I'm a borderline sobbing because I feel they're going to lose. That, to me, is a little bit like maybe you should up your meds just a little bit. Just a little bit. Again, we're, we're sport fans. We get emotional. But come on, game's not even over. You guys have the expressions on your face when you are told Bryce Harper will no longer be a Nationals fan. <laughs> Old Brycey Pooh. Boy, is he getting tired of answering the question of, well, how do you feel? the fuck you think he's going to say? If I was Bryce, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. I'm a Philly now. Okay, congratulations to the Nationals. You know, there are a lot of friends of mine on that team. Enough with the fucking questions of how does it make you feel? Ugh. Fuck out of here. If I was Bryce too, I'd be I'd be a little more nastier than he is. <laughs> All right, before I bring our guest on, I just want to give you guys a heads up. Gentlemen, hear me out. I know I've mentioned some other products that will help you in the bedroom, but this one is fantastic. I've used it myself. It is excellent. It's 2019. In a couple months, it's going to be 2020. You shouldn't have a full-blown bush down below the belt. All right? That's not cool anymore. I don't know anybody who wants to deal with that. Your girlfriend, your wife, your significant other, no one wants to have to go through a forest to get to the goods. It's just, it's not appealing. Nobody wants that. You know what I use now? Because I do. I trim up down there. And my wife is very thankful. It's called Manscaped. And it works. Manscaped has what's called a lawnmower 2.0. Now, I've used other razors, and I've never had any accidents, okay, because I've been very, very careful. And I, it takes a long time to trim up because I'm afraid I'm going to snag the bag. Well, it's called Lawnmower 2.0. They have skin-safe technology, so the trimmer 
won't snag the bag and you'll be good to go. All right. Accidents are finally a thing of the past. Don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls, by the way, guys. That's nasty. I think you should know that. They also, Manscaped, they also give you, they have a crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. I use that too. I feel fucking fantastic. It is the way to go. Again, manscaped.com. Get 20% off free shipping with the code armchair. Again, at manscaped.com. Always got to use the right tools for the job. They have sprays. They also give you a razor. Uh, They give you a body wash. It is the real deal. You got Christmas coming up. That's a good gift for, look, you know what? Guys, we're always looking out for each other. Maybe your dad, hey, you know, he's behind the times. <laughs> no, maybe uh, your mom's not telling him, hey, trim up because she loves him. She doesn't want to hurt his feelings. But if you get him for a little stocking stuff or a little gift, manscaped.com, you know, your dad might give you a little fist bump, say, thanks, son. This is exactly what I need. I don't know. Maybe this is getting a little awkward, but all I'm saying is manscaped.com's the way to go. I do it. I love it. I feel fresh. Your balls will thank you. I promise that. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code armchair. All right. little TMI information maybe for some of you, but I love it. Love a little ball talk. Uh, we're going to bring our guest on now, James from Spur- Spurtability Podcast. Always have a little trouble saying that. Uh, he comes on. We talk baseball, sports, shoot the shit about some other stuff, and we have a good time. Here we go. What's up, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. We got a lot we want to get into. Uh, before we do it, again, great podcast. Very informative. Very impressed. Like mine, it's like, you know, Orioles suck. They lost again. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. But you, <laughs> you actually break shit down. I'm assuming you're just a overall diehard baseball fan and, and you can't get enough. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. We do what we can. We, we try to keep it light. Like, we try to have fun. Um, but we've both just watched so much baseball in our right, lives. Right. And like most of our points of reference are from like 2002 to 2009. <laughs> <Okay>. So, <laughs> you know, we, we talk a lot about like how much we miss steroids and everything. Um, but if that counts as in-depth analysis breakdown for you, that, that works for me. Well, I've been a fan of steroids. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, how could you not? Be? I think it's great for the game. You know, I mean, come Orioles on. were much better when there was steroids. I know. Yeah. Uh, Chris Davis was a lot better. I when, know. Before he got caught. It was fantastic. I mean, look, if I took steroids right now, and I, I said this half my life, I still wouldn't be able to hit an 85 slider down and away. I don't care how many steroids I take. You still got to make contact. You still got to be the best player. Well, so. that was my thing, too, because even if I, with the workout regimen I have right now, okay. which is like try to run or, you know, do something every day. Right. But hit, hit the weights probably twice a week, three times a week. a boy. If I went with that regimen and took steroids, I'd be like so fat. I would it wouldn't even and so, you know, these guys still had to bust their ass in the gym. It wasn't like they could just take steroids and then they were yoked, you know? Yeah, right. Like you still have to work out, you still have to be a good baseball player. I but agree, the guys I, do what they want. I agree one hundred percent. By the way, do you have the game on in the background? I don't. I don't. Okay. Right, have you been watching the World Series? I, I watched a little bit last night. 
truthfully, I, I very purposely bought tickets to see Zombieland last night during the World Series because I didn't <laughs> think I could stomach game one. Um, but I did I did end up watching the condensed version this morning. All right, well, Nats went up 2 nothing in the first, and then Houston just tied it up 2-2. So uh, okay. they're going toe-to-toe. I actually saw that movie the other night. I thought it was pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it was all right. Oh, can can I actually pitch something really quick? Absolutely. I, I want to see I want to see what you think about it. So, okay. I've been thinking about doing this new podcast, and and it's a very it's a Nick Cage based podcast. All about Nicolas Cage. Pretty much. I'm already a fan. Don't fight. <laughs> don't fight your dreams, man. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> I love it. So I, I want to ask you a serious question here to start things off. You know, we're gonna have okay. fun in a little bit, but this is a serious question I've been wanting to ask you for a long time. How does it feel? knowing that other than Yankee fans, nobody likes you or your team. You must love that. I'll say this. Um, (laughs) It feels like when you go 17 and two against the team in in the regular season, who cares? Right. Um, I understand. I understand. That's a very good point. Like CBS put out a, an article uh, about a month ago, just as the, the playoffs started of who to root for and who not to root for. And when it came to the Yankees, they just said, you don't want to root for them because they're the Yankees. Let's move on. <laughs> and it just, it cracks me up because obviously if you're not a Yankees fan or, or you didn't grow up in New York, you, you just hate them. Now, that doesn't bother you as a Yankees fan, right? You're just like, ah, fuck you. Like, you don't wake up sometime and be like, you know what? I'm tired of hearing about the Yankees. Well, I, so I got to say, I, for the most part, I don't. But I have my one friend who's a Boston sports fan. Okay. And and he's seen, what, three Red Sox World Series. He's seen six Patriots Super Bowls. He's seen two Bruins Stanley Cups. I've seen a couple um, or one or two Celtics championships. In the time span that me as a Jets, Yankees, and, <laughs> and Devils fan, I've seen like you know, three or four championships, right? Right. Two meaningful in, in sure. my, uh, in my time. So How old are you, by the way, I'm 24. Holy. So God. I kind of missed the early, you know, late nineties thing. I missed the late nineties with the devils, the Yankees. Sure. So for me, I've seen two meaningful championships and for him to still be sending me like talking shit <laughs> and, and sending me all this stuff, you know, right. making me feel terrible right. about, about the Yankees. That doesn't feel great, I gotta say. Yeah. Um, so, but other than that, like, I kind of love it. I I, I live in uh, Fort Worth right now, so a lot of Cowboys fans. Yeah. And um, I love that. I love the hatred of the Cowboys. So oh, I'm yeah. I'm the guy that I love rooting against the Cowboys. So for me, I kind of like it on, on the Yankees. You like being the evil empire, when it gets personal. right? When, yeah. Exactly. When you when you have the New York uh, Yankees jersey on, you got your your chest pumped out a little bit. You probably don't even realize because you exactly. love it. Yeah. I just wish I just wish that uh, the Yankees would win one sometime soon. Did you see that girl that was trending on uh, Twitter? I'm trying to find it right now uh, where she wrote a, a an email. Let me try to pull this up real quick. She wrote an email to the Yankees because she was very angry that they haven't been winning. And it was a true email because the girl started <laughs> trending and she was getting she was getting knocked around. Obviously, you know, pirate fans, <laughs> Orioles fans. So here's her email. It says. I was a season ticket holder for a few years, but after two failed seasons in a row, I could not be more enraged. She says, I have zero interest in acquiring season tickets until I see that the Steinbrenners care about winning rather than selling $12 Bud Lights and mediocre starting pitching. I am (laughs) devastated to see the team I love with all my heart become so close these past three seasons. If by some miracle... Steinbrenner decides he wants to man up and get starting pitching, please contact me right away. And now I hear you say, I just hope they can win one. 
<laughs> you you, you kind of understand why people can't stand the Yankees and their fans, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. Right, I, of course. I totally, it's, t- it's totally valid. You know what um, I mean? <laughs> I do want to say, so we, uh, we do this thing on our show called the Trevor Bauer Hot Take of the Week. There you go. And so I'm always looking on Twitter for, for takes like that. Yeah. And last week I had one from a Dodgers fan that said, there's no fan base in the country that deserves it more than Dodgers fans. So don't hate me too much. <laughs> now, watching the other night, Altuve hit that walk-off. I mean, are you the type when you were watching that, do you throw your TV through a window, do you bust drywall up, or do you just quietly turn the TV off and cry yourself to sleep? Uh, I pretty much pretty much just quietly turned my TV off, went into my room, laid in my bed, and just went to sleep. <laughs> it was it was pretty depressing. No, I, I completely understand that. And and watching that, I mean, Altuve is just a, a freak of nature. The guy is, you know, when he first came on the uh, Astros, I think he signed for like $15,000. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I know. He got turned away from his initial yeah. tryout. Yeah, like three times or something. Yeah. Like they kept turning him away. It, it's ridiculous. Now, I know you're a young lad. You're 24 years old. But in your lifetime watching baseball, this has got to be the best team you've ever seen play the game, right? Oh, uh, I think, I don't even think it's, I I'm trying to think of a team that would even be comparable. Right. And the I, 2018 I just don't Astros. Close. Yeah, I know. Seriously. You know what honestly. I mean? I mean, they scored uh, 920 runs. I had something written down here right before you called in because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They scored 920 runs, only allowing 640. Largest it, run differential in baseball. You, you do that every year, you're, you're going to continue to win like this. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they're, they're unbelievable. And the other thing about the, the Astros, too, is just the way that they win because they can beat teams like the Nationals that have great starting pitching. Right. Or they could beat teams like the Yankees where, you know, it's it's like a slugfest. Yeah. It's it's just like, it, you know, it can be a close game, a blowout. It's, they're, they're unbelievable. They're yeah. awesome. Well, who do you uh, have in the World Series? Who, who do you have winning? Uh, I mean, I, got, I I thought the Nationals were going to get swept. So yeah. In now to toot my own horn here for a second, preseason <laughs> I did pick the Nationals to make the the World Series. Yeah, everybody um, picks them to make the World Series. I know every, every year. year, right? And then Bryce Harper leaves, and then they all of a sudden make the World Series. It's like sports is such it's, a it's weird, ridiculous. Game. <laughs> it is, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the the Nationals pitching stacks up. I just don't think that you can only use six six pitchers for an entire series, right? Well, like course, Fernando yeah. Rodney has to trot out at some point and then series is over. I was talking about him the uh, couple weeks ago on the show because I think I was talking about um, I'm kind of having like a uh, life crisis. Like I'm realizing I'm getting old. Like a lot of my <laughs> favorite players are retiring or they're not doing well. Albert Pujols, he can barely even mm-hmm. run to first. And then I was talking about <laughs> Rodney. I mean, I used to love watching the guy come out, throw 101. He had a changeup of like 82. It's like now he, he throws 91. You know, and his curveball is like 88, and I'm just like, oh, this is sad. It's like all these big players I'm starting to see get old, which means I'm getting old. But, yeah, it's just <laughs> Fernando Rodney. I used to love watching him play because he used to play for the Rays, so the Orioles would see him all the time. Mm-hmm. But but you got to admit with Rodney that it is kind of nice. There's something soothing about watching him labor through a 38-pitch scoreless inning. <laughs> like, he's he's just has mind-betting stat lines that I love. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, well, the Nats coming in, I mean, I remember halfway through the season, uh, you know, they were 10 games under, 500. Uh, There's rumors that, uh, what, what, Davey Martinez, right, that the players didn't like mm-hmm. him, they wanted him gone, and then they go like 80 and 40 the last 120 games and just got hot. And then after they beat the Dodgers, I said, that's it. They're done. Yeah. They're, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Yep. You got Juan The Cardinals Soto. looked like a triple-A team against them. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how much the Cardinals shit the bed. 
And speaking of the Cardinals, that was pretty funny. I mean, we were talking about the Braves podcast earlier when the Braves, what was it, 13 and nothing in the first inning? Come on. Yeah, that was unreal. That was that was the craziest. See, I can live with losing on an Altuve walk-off home run. <laughs> I can't live with losing when my team lets up 10 runs in the first So inning. let me ask you, if you're in an Uber, uh, friends of mine and I we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. You're in an Uber. You're on your way to the game. You look at your phone. It's 13 and nothing. Are you turning around and saying, fuck it, I'm, I, don't even pull up to the stadium? Oh, there's no chance I'm going. If I'm still on the way, no, I'm, I'm getting dropped off at the nearest bar, and you'll find me three days from then. Nice. Well, uh, something I wanted to ask you as well, you're you're diehard Yankees fan. Uh, game one, playing the Astros. Okay, the Yankees won seven and nothing. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Doesn't mean Thank shit you. right now. <laughs> so I'm sure you heard about them getting upset about stealing signs. Mm-hmm. With the Astros, with the Astros stealing signs, and the Astros have had a reputation. They're kind of like the uh, New England Patriots of football, you know. That they're always getting blamed for cheating. Does that did that bother you when you read that? I mean, again, I it didn't bother me because I think that's part of the game. Did that does that kind of shit bother you? Uh, I don't know because I just don't know how much it matters. You have to see the sign and then somehow relay it to the batter. Yeah, in about a. A second span. I, I right. just don't. I don't buy it. I don't buy the sign ceiling. It, what bothered me was that the Yankees were complaining about it. I right. thought. I think that's just a bad look. And the batter. I mean, you know, I, you. I think I remember from our conversation that you played baseball when you were younger. I played baseball when I was younger. Yep. I mean, you're so locked in at the plate. Yeah. That you hear someone whistle your name or something, you know, yeah. and, and then you're supposed to know it's a curveball or whatever. That right, would throw right. me off. That yeah. throws off my whole timing. And that's yeah. the best perspective you need is someone who actually played right. the game. So. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, Stanton, are you concerned? I mean, he's a Chris no, Davis I, of the I love Yankees. Stan. Stan, Stan, to me, he solidified himself. I love him no matter what. Mm-hmm. After he gritted his way through last season and pretty much single-handedly got the Yankees to the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I love Stan. No no worries for me on that. Well, how many games did he play this year? He played, uh, I think he played like 20 or 13 yeah, right. or something. Well, they, the, the question was whether or not he was going to come back and play game six. Was that just like a last-minute? I, was... I think I think Girardi, or I always say Girardi, I think Boone, <laughs> I think Boone just liked the Encarnacion matchup. And really, the, the biggest injury, I think, the, the two biggest were Sanchez and Encarnacion, who were so hot, and then they missed a month, and they came back, and they just couldn't hit. Yeah. And I, I think those were the two ended up being the two bigger injuries, even than the stand injury. He, he is so good. Now, what, I'm, what I wanted to do, oh, you know what? Before I get to you know keep him or dump him, I wanted to get, because when I came on your show, which I had a great time, we did the uh, Orioles Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. So let's hear your uh, Yankees Mount Rushmore. Oh, uh, okay. You're putting me on the spot here. <laughs> um, we'll definitely go Java Chamberlain, uh, number one. Then uh, Jeter. Jeter's got to be up there. Oh God. Um, what? So we'll go J- Java Jeter. Jeter. This is my Mount Rushmore. This is my Mount All Rushmore. Right, okay. Um, and then we'll go. Uh, we'll go Gary Sheffield and A Rod to round it out. All right, so you're okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm going Mickey Mantle, Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, and uh, Brett Gardner. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Brett get I'm out kidding, of here! I'm kidding. Brett Gardner. Gardner. <laughs> Brett, hey man, he he's a ball player. Come on, you, you gotta love him. I mean, the guy. So, just... so something you have to know about me is that if 
If it happened before 1990, I, I don't really want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about how good Babe Ruth was. When All right, was Mariano Rivera. I had All Rivera right. on there, too. <laughs> All right, I'll give you Rivera. Too. All right, yeah. No, I, uh, how do you think Jeter dealing with the uh, Marlins, huh? Making some interesting moves. I like You it. know what? I'm going to tell you this. I I think that he has a legitimate plan for that team. Yeah. And I think it's a bad look when you trade away Yelich, Ozuna, and, and Stanton. Yeah. But – but I also think five years from now, we're looking at a potential playoff team. I hear you, man. I mean, obviously, so. he's got a plan. So, mm-hmm. And he is fucking Derek Jeter. Exactly. Uh, you got to love him. Before we move forward, I just want to ask you, uh, last week, or was it the week before, I got an angry email. Now, I always talk shit about Nat fans. So, <laughs> two of them wrote in, but one was really, really angry. Just furious with me, just cursing, talking about the Orioles left and right. So, I want to ask you, is there any fans out there? Of a team that you've had experience with where you're just like, they're the worst. Absolute worst. So this is going to come, it's it's a collegiate team for me. Mm-hmm. And I went to TCU and our rival is Baylor. And the Baylor fans are the worst because <laughs> they they don't curse you out. They, they do the Phillip Rivers. They mother freak you out. <laughs> or, you know, they say, uh, gosh dang it, you scummy slime or whatever they say. Is that right? And so... That just pisses you off because <laughs> it gets under your skin. You're like, man, I wish this guy would just curse at me right now. Instead, I'm getting these weird things I have to sift through. That's so a I'm great story. Baylor fan. All right, let's do this. Uh, keep them or dump them. I'm just going to go down a list, and then I got some random questions for you. All right, okay. um, Aaron Boone. You got you hang on to him, right? Keep him. Yeah. Keep him. All yeah. right, Aaron Judge. Keep him. Stanton. Uh, keep him. Oh, was it like $325 million contract or something? Hey, it's not enough. <laughs> Severino. Uh, dump him. Paxton. Uh, keep him. I like Paxton. I like Paxton more than Severino. I think Severino is a soft-minded individual that can't Ooh, pitch in the playoffs. It's a hot take. I like it. Would you say that to his face? I would absolutely <laughs> say it to his face. Okay. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> Clint Frazier. Uh, I love Clint Frazier, but dump him because you could get a good pitcher for him. All right. Uh, who else did I have here? Tanaka? Uh, keep him. Britton? Keep him. And then Chapman? Uh, oh, dump him. Yeah. yeah. Unless he takes off the sleeves. That's the only caveat. Now, you, you guys are enjoying watching Britton. I mean, that 96 sinker is pretty sick, right? Britain's great. Britain's great, but there are times where he comes in and he throws the first pitch, and you know he's going to either be out after you know five yeah. batters, and he hasn't right. gotten an out, right. or he's going to blow the game. But he is great, and I like the fact that I know right from the first pitch if he's going to have a good or bad outing. I like it. All right, so here's my question. This is what I want to ask you. So, uh, having okay. a Yankees fan and someone who who knows all about baseball, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, obviously, you know the Orioles are in a rebuild. Obviously, seeing them play. Um, yeah. how do you feel about teams going in a rebuild? Do you feel it's bad for baseball? Because the Yankees, I don't think you, you guys are ever going to have to go in a rebuild and I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, you got yeah. the, the market, the money, it's just ridiculous. Do you feel that's bad for baseball or do you say, look, small market, I get it. We're not a small uh, market. We're not that small of a market, but how do you feel about that with the rebuild? I, I just, I don't buy the small market thing. I, I say do what you want with your team. You own it, whatever. I'm not going to tell you how to run your business. Yeah. But I I just don't buy the small market thing because all of these owners can spend money. They all have money. They all, you know, they could sell the team today for a 
over a billion dollars for any franchise. So I just don't buy like the trying to convince fans that we're not going to spend any money because we're a small market and we're going to build in, you know, from in-house, whatever. So you I think, think it's you think it's a cop out. You think it's just I do. There's no salary yeah. cap. You know, yeah. I, I think like most of these teams. Yeah, sure. The Yankees might be able to go outbid you this offseason for Garrett Cole or the Angels might be able to do that. But that's not to say you can't get the second or third best pitcher on the market. I just think that, you know, some teams don't want to and they see this as a convenient time to to do a quote unquote rebuild build and save some money and, and make a lot of money over the next you know five years. And then. When they're good again, they'll go out and get a free agent. I, I just don't think – I don't buy into as much the, the small market thing. Coming I just from don't a, buy it. Coming from a true Yankees fan. I love it. Yes, right. yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, between 2012 and 2017 when the Orioles were, were doing better than they have been, did you feel that there was a rivalry there at all? Or did you did the Yankee fans no. just kind of laugh and be like, come on? It, there was no rivalry. Yeah, I mean, right. the Orioles were better than the Yankees at that point. But I've always said that to other no fans, there. and they get so mad at me. I'm like, guys, trust me. We are not the Yankees. Yeah. It just it's never just happened. It's not even on no. the radar. Maybe, I mean, the Rays right. and the Red Sox would right. be more on the radar. I know. Maybe 10, 15 years from now, but anyway. All right. <laughs> so here's some random questions. Some have to do with sports, some don't. Um, if you could know the absolute truth to one question in life about anything at all, what question would you ask? Oh, uh, th- this is an awesome question, and this is one I've, I've been asked before, oh, okay. and I had such a good answer for it, <laughs> and I don't remember. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. So let me um, ask me ask me your next question. All let right. me think about this one. You got it, man. And, we'll come and back I'll come to back it. to you with an answer. No problem. All right, which bothers you the most during a baseball game? The wave? Seeing grown men wearing a baseball glove during the entire game? Or fans wearing a team's jersey that's not even playing that day? <laughs> it's it's the wave. It's hands down the wave. I have, you Thank know, you. I could I go on rants and rants and rants about the wave. So I have nobody. Every guest I've had on, nobody's picked the wave, but I, but me. For some reason, <laughs> out of all those, the wave bothered me. So I'm glad we're on the same page. All right, you're you're on death row. What's your last meal? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing uh, shrimp parmesan nice. over spaghetti, nice. and my mom's cooking it for me, even though she's mad that I killed someone and I'm like death row. <laughs> Man, a boy, there you go. <laughs> All right, that escalated quickly. All right, when you look yeah. back on your life, what makes you say, what the hell was I thinking? Uh, I used to wear overalls to school every Tuesday. I used to do overall <laughs> Tuesday at high school. Did you and, make that uh, up, or is that something in your high school? No, no, I made it up. I made oh, it up. Jesus. And I thought it was funny, and then I looked back, and I'm like, I probably, like, yeah. it was probably about 10 people. Did you wake up, and you're like, you know what I want to do? I never want to have sex. How <laughs> How can well, I hey, do this? It's, it's working for me. So, <laughs> all right. What, what's something that people thinks make them look cool these days, but actually makes them look absolutely ridiculous? Um, I think those. Uh, I, I think those uh, hoverboard things. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. The, uh, yeah. Or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking. I about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Enough said. Trust me. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. Yes or no on whether these people are athletes, horse jockeys? No. Bob sledding team. Uh, yes. Curling. Yes, absolutely. Really? Oh, I love curling. We're talking about curling. I've said this before to guess, and I thought I meant literally like uh, world's strongest man, like doing curls. Oh, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, like the winter. I know what Olympi- you're talking yeah. about. What? Yeah. Okay, before we move on, and we're wrapping this up in a minute. Trust me, I know what time it is. Why do you think a curler is an athlete? I um. 
I just love the sport. So, okay. you know, you're not going to hear me talk bad about curling. I got you. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know how it works, <laughs> but I like watching how serious everyone is. You should look at the it. team one day. Just look up. They're like substitute teachers. They work at the library. It's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, bowlers. Uh, yes, because I'm a very good bowler, and I want to be called an, an athlete. Attaboy. Pro golfer. Yes. And this last one gets a lot of debate. NASCAR drivers. <sighs> no. Had a boy. I said no. Yeah. I when I first started this podcast and I said that this was last year. Oh my god, I got so much hate mail. It was unbelievable. <laughs> All right, I know it's nine o'clock. We got to wrap this up. What's the biggest lie or bullshit line you dished out while hitting on a girl to impress her or get her back to your place? Um, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> man, you like I, you my overalls? What? Yeah. You know what, man? <laughs> I'm I'm not trying to like. I'm gonna. This is gonna sound like an asshole. Uh, I'm gonna sound like an asshole. <laughs> well, you sound like, like an asshole being a Yankees fan, anyway. So I'm just matter. kind of a weird person, and I got like weird quirks, and I do weird stuff, and I have like cool stories. Okay. I don't think like I don't think that I've ever really had to like stretch out there and lie. Okay, that's all right. I, believe I just you. kind of I'm just kind of myself, and and people either take it or leave it. I like it. There you go. You should go on tour with that speech. I, like I it. know. That's Thank you. Stuff. All right, we'll go back to that. If you could know the absolute truth, anything pop into your mind? Okay, if, if I could know the absolute truth, I would love to know if if there's other life out there. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. I, I would love to know because because. More than anything, I'm just sick of the debate, yeah. and I just want there well, to be an absolute. What do you think? What do you think? I man, it's I tough, think right. It it's it's hard to say because it doesn't. The universe is so huge, right? And right. and even the the galaxy that we live in is so huge. Right. It's hard to fathom that there couldn't be other life somewhere else. Right. But at the same time, it seems like this Earth is such like a perfect. Right, happenstance to come together. I think I think that there's probably other life somewhere. You just you just got your new podcast, buddy. You just I know. Congratulations! I know after I after I complete the Cage <laughs> podcast, well, uh, we'll oh, I'd love to this. be a guest on that. I love some Nick Cage. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll, I'll keep you in mind. I'll Absolutely. Mind. All right. How can everyone uh, get in touch with you, your show, find you on Twitter, all the good shit? Okay. Cool. Yeah. So um, on Twitter, you can follow us. It's at Spurtability Pod. Uh, the reason we go by Spurtability is because we play a lot of uh, NBA 2K11 still. Nice. And um, this is a little uh, little behind the scenes. I don't know if we've ever even said this on our show. Um, but uh, so so that's how the podcast started. We used to play all the time and just talk sports. And we were like, well, we should just record ourselves doing this. Um, but in the game, after every third quarter, I like it. Um, Kevin Harlan says something, and then Clark Kellogg goes, yeah, you know, scoring often comes in spurts. Spurtability is what I call it. Nice. And uh, we're like, that's what we got to call a show. So I like it. Um, I like so it you a lot. Call it, yeah, thank you. Uh, so it's Spurtability Pod on Twitter. I'm at James and then C R E A N G E Cringe. Nice. Um, I'm not very interesting on Twitter, so don't waste the time. <laughs> um, listen to Spurtability, though. It's good. There you go. It's, it is it's, a good, good show. Stuff. I got to say, it, it is. I've tuned in before, and you, Thank you, you give a good show. You give Thank you. a lot of good shit to uh, ponder. Well, James, I appreciate you coming on. We'll have you on again, obviously. We always have good conversations. Uh, tell your co-host, stop dragging you down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. James, I appreciate it. You have yourself a good weekend. We'll be in touch, man. All right, Take cool, care. man. All right, Thanks buddy. a lot See for you. having me. All right, buddy. Bye. See you.